Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I will be talking with Tracy Wixon and Mary Cott, good friends and co-producers of this upcoming event for Saturday, January 14th, Nowhere to Call Home. Welcome, Mary. Welcome, Tracy. Hi, Mary. Very, very glad to see you and to be talking about this event. I'm quite excited about what we are producing. Tracy. Can you tell us what will be happening at this event? Oh, Marge, I am so excited about this uh, upcoming event. Um, I saw Leah first on your speaker series and was so excited that we would be able to continue her short story and send it to a broader audience. I, um, so Leah um, Denbach is a 22-year-old photographer who grew up in Collingwood, Ontario. So she lives right here amongst us. She has walked the streets in many cities in town, capturing the lives of homeless with her impactful photos. We're going to enjoy welcoming um, Leah from uh, Spain and her mother will be there in person to shine a spotlight on people experiencing homelessness. Very good. So Mary, uh, as Tracy said, we were able to have Leah uh, come into our participate in our speaker series back in April of last year. I was really impressed with her. I believe you were too. How would you describe Leah? Well, goodness. Um, yes, indeed. I was impressed with her and I was amazed at for someone so young to have such a mature, compassionate view of humanity. And um, she's very thoughtful and uh, again, the word compassionate comes to mind. Uh, she's very talented individual and um, she just exudes human humanitarian aspects um, in, when she's talking about the homeless people and even when she's relating to us in the audience, she, she very much um, embraces us all. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. She was just, uh, both her and her mom were just, again, compassionate, so compassionate. So, so looking forward to being interacting with her and her mom. Yes. Tracy, Leah's mom, Sarah, has a very special story. She will be sharing with that with us. And, but can you just give us a sort of a few details? Sure. Uh, Leah's, mo Leah's mom, Sarah, was found on the streets of Calcutta in India when she was only three years old and was picked up and brought to Mother Teresa's orphanage and eventually adopted by a Canadian family. So with this event, we'll be welcoming Sarah to share her story uh, in person. She also has uh, uh, a few small books that she's created and really excited about hearing her personal story from her perspective. Yeah, me too. I think it's, uh, it is incredible. And uh, it's a case that the apple doesn't fall from the tree 
I believe her mother, sure. the daughter, Aaliyah, has picked up from what Sarah is all about. So Leah does talk about humanizing those who have found themselves homeless. She chooses her word very carefully. It's not like those homeless people. Everyone has a story. And uh, Leah's books, and there are four of them, and you showcase her photos and also the stories of the individuals. Now, Tracy, you have one of her books. Is there an image story of one person that really touched you? Oh, it, Marge, it was hard to choose which one. Um, they all touched me in many different ways, either their photo or their personal stories. Each in, in this volume one that I have, um, uh, Leah has, ha there's a photo on one side of the page and their story or he, her communication or sometimes lack of um, is expressed uh, on the other side. The, the one that I kept coming back to um, is John. And um, you can't see the picture uh, for those of you who are listening, but John looks like um, a seaman, you know, the, with the long beard and the cap and, and um, a wise um, elder kind of look about him. But I love the way he interacted with, uh, with Leah and um, the way he, when she said, he said, why? He kept asking her, why are you doing this? And well, it was because she was going to study photography at university. And he said, that's not enough. Why are you doing this? And then she said, well, she's been looking at homeless people in several North American cities, such as Kitchener, New York, and Toronto. And he says, still not good enough. And then eventually she says, she hopes with these photographs to both humanize the homeless and draw attention to their plight. And he said, okay. Mm. So he... I think it it shows the person inside of the face that you see or the body that you see on the street. He's he is a person. He has a name. He has feelings and he is intelligent. And this is something that is often forgotten about when you see someone that's experiencing homelessness. Ooh, very good. You know, thank you uh, for relating that. That's uh, very powerful. Mary, you have some experience critiquing photographs since your husband john is a an amazing photograph photographer in my opinion uh can you describe how leah's photos uh, make you feel and how do you feel about them being not in color but being in black and white oh my um how do they make me feel? Well, part of what uh, Tracy just said about the story of John is exactly what all her, her uh, photos emote. They all have their own individual personalities. They're not, she, she humanizes them and brings out their personalities. And, and she's able to show you that they are all individual human beings that are living on the street and they all have their story and they all have their emotions. And uh, some of them have um, their standards as well. As you can see from John, it's, it's not like he, he's saying, sure, just go ahead and take my photograph. It's, you need to have a good reason why. Um, what do they, how do they, they, they make me feel sad. They draw out a compassion for, for me. And they, I begin to see people as, since I've seen her work, as you walk along the streets, 
um, they're not no longer just these, you know, uh, individuals that were on the on the street that you walked by. Now you take time to look at them, and sometimes you say hello, and you know they're they've become individual human beings to me through these photographs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now black and white, black and white, um, and not in color. I think black and white. In terms of black and white, um, it it just brings out the starkness of it, and you and it, and and you're not um, confronted with color that may distract from things. It's very much the individual that's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Leah did say to us during our speaking series there was that question asked. I I may have even asked it. You know, why black and white? Why not color? And that idea that it sort of doesn't distract, uh, that the black and white just brings us closer to that. I believe that the photographers that come to our audience will be asking some really interesting questions uh, as well, particular to that, because Leah is a very talented uh, photographer and beyond her telling stories of the homeless. So, and I will include in our podcast notes uh, the, a link to her website, Humanizing the Homelessness, which yes. uh, I think is a really well done website. So, um, yeah, please uh, take a look at that. Tracy, you are on board with the Richmond Hill United Church. It is not only the location for our event, but it's the location for one of the shelters that uh, offer uh, care in the winter for the homeless. Uh, can you tell us what, what is happening with this, uh, the shelter? It's the Out of the Cold program. Sure, yes. We, we've we been able to bring the Out of the Cold program back uh, to uh, Richmond Hill United. We had done it in the past, and I was actually part of that past um, involvement. Um, now um, the Out of the Cold program is under Blue Door Um of new market and so it's 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 different it's 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 more polished and it's a great um it's such a great program and it's very well run and a lot of volunteers are involved so yes our our church um every saturday night um is home from it's we started in november is uh, an evening uh in from the cold uh providing uh food shelter clothing and um, sometimes they medical attention um, and any support they need um, also comes through there as well if, if the people are interested. And, and yeah, it's a great opportunity for um, us as, as members of Richmond Hill um, community and the, the church to extend um, uh, welcoming beyond our doors. For yeah, sure. Very good. Yeah. Uh, I am in touch with the people who offer that program and there is such a need uh, for people, you know, coming out of the pandemic, there's so many more people that are, are suffering and I've learned that there are more, so many more women that are joining, uh, needing the services of the shelter. And that's, that makes me shudder, but that is reality. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. And uh, uh, Leah certainly captured images of female uh homeless as well so um she'll know all about that so and we will have uh, the director of the program uh rohana samar she she's coming she's bought a ticket already and she's looking forward to interacting uh with us as well okay we are pleased that this is an in-person event 
But also if people choose because they, they don't feel confident, confident going out or dealing with an illness, or maybe they live too far away, they can attend virtually. And attendees do not need to decide ahead of time. You know, if you wake up and you're not feeling great and you've bought a ticket, you could just watch online. But we really hope we have lots of people in the audience. Just we want to see people. We want that interaction. Uh, we uh, also going to give you free tea and coffee as well. We're trying to I drive think you one with of that. the yeah, and Marge, one of the other things is that um, there will be on display um, limited editions of uh, Leah's photos. Yes. And I so, know. you know, she's she's exhibited around the world. And this will be an opportunity to see some of these photos in, on a large scale um, up close. So I think that's a great uh, initiative for people to come out. For people to come and the books will be there. Oh, yes, there will be the You could order a book, but um, Sarah, I'm sure she was signed it for you. And you could actually flip through them and see, again, the four volumes for that. Yeah, there are four volumes of Leah's book and uh, all proceeds from the sale of the books go to various shelters within our communities. Yeah. yeah. I think that's phenomenal. That that is, it just, it shows what... uh, what they're all about. So um, what Leah and Sarah are all about. So um, we, the event also I'm quite pleased is part of uh, the uh, Charter for Compassion. Uh, the Charter for Compassion is an international movement. They have every year of 40 days of peace out of the Martin Luther King Day. And um, it is starting with our event with the 40 day, uh, with our nowhere to call home event is this beginning. If you go on their website and I will put the link to it, uh, the first event you'll see is ours on January 14th. So we are very pleased with that, that uh, we are included in this 40 days of peace. It so fits in. So yeah, I'll disclose I'm part of Compassionate York Region, as well as this event, as well as the one who does the podcast. So no conflict of interest. They all fit together very well. So we're asking everyone to spread the word and uh, lots of great, uh, you know, we really are building a very compassionate community. Mary, Tracy, anything you'd like to add? Tracy? Well, I've done a great job, I think, of covering everything. Um, again, I just like to say how excited I am and hope that people come because it really will, really will open your eyes to a different perspective about people yeah yes that are and, uh, experiencing homelessness you and the church has been so welcoming um it fits in so well with the social justice programs and uh, we yeah. haven't said the the proceeds uh, from this event are to support the social justice programs at the richmond hill united church so yeah it's all it feels good yeah Mary, yeah. something else you'd like to add just that you know it it's amazing to see that this 12-year, it started out with this 12-year-old girl who got her first camera and, and, and she immediately started to take photos from, of the homeless, uh, accompanied by her father, of course, on mm-hmm. the streets. And uh, to see her, how everything has developed and how she's moved it along and it continues to do this work while pursuing her uh, career in fashion photography is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, people will be interested from the, hu- the human story and also there may be photographers who are interested to see uh, her work. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely, there's two sides to this story, definitely, so if not more. So um, I do like to end the podcast with 
your responses, guest responses to the question, name one thing you really like about this community. Tracy. Oh, um, this, this is a, a, not an easy, an easier, easy, sorry, question than, than I thought it would be. Although I do have some perspective on it. And that is re- recently, fairly recently in that my husband and I, we joined two houses, we sold our houses and joined, and we were looking for some place to live. And I was already in Richmond Hill. And he was outside in of, of York region. And when we were looking around, I couldn't help but keep coming back to because I'm so used to all the wonderful amenities. There's so much community there the, uh, here, the community centers, there's, um, it just feels like a place where um, it's welcoming and a place you'd want to hang your hat. And I must say, with the green belt running through it, it's and we spend a lot of time on the green belt and we just love that it's right in our back door. Very good. I like that response. Mary, can you name the one thing you like about our community? Well, it's a difficult question, Marge. It's difficult yeah. to narrow it down to one. Um, but what I would say is... Um, I have really appreciated that we have the Richmond Hill Center for the Performing Arts. For me, it's a heart of the community and it's wonderful to be able to attend a performance. And it's not, it's different from attending a performance, uh, say downtown Toronto, because when you go to our, our local uh, performing arts center, you are bound to meet piece of people that you know, and it just makes the evening just extra special. Yeah. So it's the center and it's a meeting place of, of, of just wonderful people. Okay. I will second that. Uh, yes. So yeah. very good. Okay. Appreciate both of your answers. I think they're great responses. So uh, I will include the Eventbrite link. Like you, the tickets are $15 plus the Eventbrite charge. And you can just click on that, buy your ticket. Again, allows you to come in person or to stay home and watch it virtually. Uh, and I will add uh, Leah's uh, website to the podcast notes as well. So thank you, Mary and Tracy, for taking the time to do this podcast. It's so enjoyable to talk about our event. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marj, M-A-R-J, at marjandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.